In our final episode about exit experiences, we're taking a look at goodbye circles. What are they? What do they accomplish? And how have staff who have moved on from LCCS benefited from them? Welcome to Crafting Communities, your companion to shape a better experience for the community that you care about. It's me, Grace, your host and friend. And today we have Justin back on the podcast with Hansel, a former employee at LCCS, to share more about Goodbye Circles. Hi Hansel. Hi Justin. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Crafting Communities. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. (laughs) On today's episode, we're going to be talking about a story of exiting, of, of Hansel leaving his previous workplace environment. And we'll be having a discussion about this concept of goodbye circles, which is a practice that LCCS does with colleagues who choose to move on from the organization. Yeah, like Hansel. <laughs> <laughs> like Hansel. The last yes. I've seen you was two years ago, so it's good to be able to see you again yeah. today. Yeah, well, there's a re- reunion yeah. for this episode. Very right. cool. So let's get to it. Hansel, could you share with us about your decision to leave LCCS and the story behind it. Yeah, maybe I can start like when I joined LCCS. I think probably it was like 2017. It was through this program called PCP, Professional Conversion Program. I think they got people who wanted to do sort of like mid-career switches. So I was from like a psych background. I wanted to delve into social work a little bit more. So I took up that program and LCCS was one of the organizations who actually wanted to adopt me like, in that sense. Adopt. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice word, right? Adopt. Yes. Yeah. So I joined LCCS in 2017 and then about three years, then 2020, right at the start of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I decided to move to do something else. So I think most of the decision that I was trying to grapple with was the opportunities that I could possibly be doing outside versus of uh, you know what I can do and what I have been doing in LCCS. Mm. Uh, I wanted to move into community work. Unfortunately, at that moment, LCCS didn't really have a very expensive community mm. services and their yeah. programs. And at that time, they were also going to move locations. You uh, didn't want to move to our new office with uh, us? Maybe I didn't <laughs> want to help the move. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be the, yeah, not kidding, yeah, so. It's largely pull factors, right? Yeah, pull factors. I mean, I have got to say that I had quite a good relationship with my colleagues at LCCS. So I'm not sure whether you all want to call it or what, but in a way, if, you know, some people might think that getting me on here is kind of biased. Yeah, because you get somebody that's a good relationship to talk about how good a experience it was and then how good a goodbye circle it was. But I also interested to understand and find out, you know, how the processes, like how my experience of a goodbye circle that I had versus, you know, what the next few goodbye circles, mm-hmm. yeah, could have evolved into or possibly people who left after me that didn't have as much a good experience as I did. Mm. How was that experience for you when you did leave LCCS back in 2020? <laughs> That was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's quite a difficult thing to remember now. But if you were to ask me to describe it, I would say, you know how when somebody leaves overseas to study mm-hmm. and then you have this group of people like sending them off at the airport. Yeah. That was how I felt like. Wow. It was like a warm send-off. Aww, so sweet. Yeah, to me that, that was how I felt like. Warm send-off. It basically, it was a bunch of people, you know, getting together and then you have these certain questions that help facilitate a bit of the conversation, but to me, tied up the whole experience of what I experienced at LCCS very nicely. 
And you mentioned it was during the COVID period. So actually, we're not really thinking of like a physical group of people gathering at the airport kind of thing. Actually, we, it was a virtual send-off. Yes. It was a Zoom send-off. Yeah. I think it was our, one of our first few uh, it Dubai is. circles yes, also and yes. it was on Zoom, yeah. Yeah, like Hansel shared when he left, I think you were probably one of the first or first few who left in 2020. That was when COVID hit. In case for the listeners who are wondering, like, it's not like we always had this. And there was a reason why we started to do this. And it usually starts with a problem. And the problem was that as an organization, we emphasize the importance of relationships. We do a fair bit of building connections between colleagues. However, we didn't know how to say goodbye very well. So it was typically the, okay, someone is leaving. We will pass around a farewell card. And then those who know the person well writes a lot of things. Those who don't really know the person well, maybe writes a very token thing. One, two sentences. Uh, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. Uh, exactly, exactly. You nice know? talking with so, you. So it felt like we were a bit shy or unsure about how to say goodbye well. And in fact, we only learned about this practice. Uh, we became more aware when a group of us went to the US, to the International Institute of Restorative Practices, which we are an affiliated partner of. And we heard about this practice that they were doing there. So that was end of 2019 and we said, why not try this in 2020? So uh, actually, Hansel, you're the guinea pig, uh, maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so what are goodbye circles and how are they conducted? It's a space for people to come together. Firstly, it is by willing participation. It happens during office hours. The invite is sent to everybody and you choose if you want to be there. Actually, also for the person who's leaving, the person also is a willing yeah, participant. Agree, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we do share why matters. Well, oftentimes we have people saying, oh, yeah, the one, uh, you know, so awkward. But we talk about why it matters, why this is going to be a meaningful time for people to appreciate you as a person. It's not a discussion on your work or your competencies or your performance. It's nothing like that. It's just about how people experience you as an individual. So the conversations are designed that way. Um, very lighthearted questions. Asking people about their fondest memories of this individual. Asking this person about, oh, what were your first impressions of the organization? It's really just that open space to share. You can almost think about it like a farewell dinner of sorts, except that in most farewell dinners, the conversation tends to be rather maybe... All over the place. All over the place. Yeah. Right. And so, then if you diverge into different topics, just yeah, random conversation. But the goodbye circle, the questions are crafted. So there is a facilitator who will plan the questions, maybe come up with an activity, and the facilitator will facilitate the experience, sometimes alone, sometimes with someone else. Mm. So there's a structure. Yeah. How long does one goodbye circle last for? Usually we budget for as long as an hour and a half, but it could end sooner if it needs to. But usually we just provide enough time for people to come in and share. Mm. Earlier you mentioned about willing participation, right? So... Have there been situations where the person who's departing doesn't even want a goodbye circle or doesn't show up for their goodbye circle? Yeah, of course. In fact, well, so we will always have that conversation around if you have concerns around a goodbye circle, let's talk about, about it. Is it because you don't really know what it is for? What's the intent of it? Mm. We can share. We give you time to think. But recently, we did have a colleague who chose not to and I gave her the opportunity to think about it and told her she can decide. In the end, she said no. And the reason why she said no is because she said, oh, I'll be very emotional and I don't really want to be crying at that session. To which I said, well, it's okay, you know, because we, we want to provide the space for you. 
to be as you are and to express yourself. But to her, it's not okay to show that vulnerable side of her. Mm. And who organizes these goodbye circles? Some of my colleagues actually, they kind of have a roster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so now we have a roster, okay. okay? Last time it was whoever is free. Back then, I think it was just my manager, James, right? Yeah. Last time, I guess we felt that, okay, so maybe the person who is organizing it has to be like someone who's like close to you or, or, or my immediate su- your superior, superior or yeah. maybe like your best friend at work. But now, I think we've just started to realize that actually anybody can facilitate that space and conversation. And in fact, because you're facilitating, sometimes you don't really get a chance to share as much because you're creating that space for the participants and everyone to share. So in fact, if you have your best friend, then we might say, why don't you just come as a participant? Mm. So you can really focus on speaking from your heart. Justin, could you share with us an example of a walkthrough of what an hour and a half goodbye circle experience could be like? At the start, we want to create a space for people to feel comfortable. So usually it's lighthearted. Even the questions that we ask are questions that are more generic or safe. And it even could be in an activity form. And this is for everyone? Like even the people who are staying? Yeah. Okay. Because it's a circle. So I guess I want to emphasize why we call it a circle in the first place. Because the priority of participation actually is for everybody. So it's not just like, oh, we're all here to hear this departing person. Like this Hansel's goodbye circle. It's, oh, we're all here to hear Hansel's speech. Mm. You know, it's not that. It's a shared space for everybody to participate meaningfully and for everybody to contribute. So no one is allowed to be a passive listener at a goodbye circle? Well, what you are allowed to is, because willing participation is one of our seven principles, you can say as much as you want. I think in the first place, you choose to be there. That's Mm. one, right? But second, you know, while you're there, you can say as much as you feel like you need to say. So you can say more, you can say less. It is your choice on how you choose to express yourself. And I guess likewise, that's also the same for the person who is uh, departing. Mm, okay. So, I mean, I guess if someone shows up and just doesn't want to say anything, but just wants to be present, that's also okay, right? No. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's explicit that everyone's voice matters. Okay. And so, you might not want to be the first few people to respond or say mm. something, but because it is a circle, a circle is incomplete if a person doesn't share. Mm. So you can take your time to share, but eventually it would be your turn. Yeah. So even before this, like if you're the host or the facilitator of the session, like one of the first things you do is to set the expectations, right? Yeah. For everyone in the goodbye circle that, I mean, thanks to everyone for being here. And as we are sharing our experiences today or like our farewells, that like mm. everyone is here to contribute and to share their perspective. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, so there is that preamble where you share the context of... and. Usually in the invite to the session, I think because in LCCS, we do our Monday morning check-ins. So that's also a time for everybody to to be there. Usually we would announce the goodbye circles there and then. And so you would share the context of why we're running this and people generally know because it's LCCS ritual, it happens for everybody. After the check-in activity, what happens next? The facilitator designs a whole series of questions. It's never really the same. There isn't a template for like, okay, so... Every goodbye circle, you must ask this question. In fact, it really depends on the facilitator's choice of questions. But I can give you some example for you to visualize. For example, we would ask like the person who is leaving, what's your fondest memory with the organization? And for the other people who are there, we would ask them to share what's your fondest memory of the person who's leaving. Mm. So the question is kind of similar, but it's different because you're speaking from different perspectives. 
Other examples are to the person who's leaving, what's the hardest part of leaving the organization? Or to the people who are still there, what's the hardest part of knowing that this person is leaving? We would even ask, what's one thing you remember this individual for? And we could also ask the person who's leaving, what's one thing that you remember the organization for? I love these questions. They're so real. (laughs) Yeah, but it's really never the same. So Mm -hmm. every goodbye circle is different. Any thoughts, Hansel, having heard these questions? Do you remember what the questions were like at your goodbye circle? I definitely remember the fondest memories one because, you know, when people share that, it brings back all the different experiences with every individual that you have ever worked with in the organization. Yeah, even those who never really work with you, they will just share maybe like the first impression of you, which is also interesting, you know, because it is what they experience you in the company per se. Yeah, Mm. so even if you have never worked with them, these are probably some things that you might not even know if there was never this space for people to share as well. Yeah, so I thought, you know, ultimately, a goodbye circle can be a good way for you to make meaning of your experience in the organization. Yeah, in fact, you mentioned that people who come might not even know you. Right. And that's really true. Because it's open to all, right? We do have situations where someone decides to join, but this person actually joined the organization like three weeks ago, mm. but still wants to be part of a goodbye circle. So oftentimes you would hear things like, well, I don't really know you, Hansel, but what I know so far is, or what you seem is, you know, so that's exactly what Hansel was saying. But it also has another secondary objective of helping people who just join the organization be able to understand what your organization stands for. So it's a fast way to assimilate an individual when although you're new, you come in and you realize that, oh, okay, so this is how they appreciate this person for who he or she is. Mm. This is what I can possibly expect if I leave this organization. So it really helps to build that culture and expresses what the culture is for people to experience it rather than uh, you just talk about your culture in your employee handbook and that's it. I also love that it's such a reflective exercise, not just for the person who is departing, but for everyone else who has the chance to think about, okay, how has my experience been with this person who is leaving? Like, What do I want to appreciate them for? What do I want to let them know before they go? And likewise, for them to hear that feedback back to them as well. Yeah, I think it actually is also really good for people who actually don't know the person to be introduced to the company culture and eventually if let's say they are going to leave then they would know that oh this is going to be my process which is also very helpful for them uh, to make meaning of even at the start of their journey Mm. as they enter the organization yeah even to add on I think it's just the idea that attrition or resignations or people moving on are just part of workplace life right Mm -hmm. so at any point in your journey as a member of a community as a staff in an organization there will always be people new who join and people who leave at a different time from you. So I think it's also helpful to just help everyone put in perspective that that is part of organizational mm-hmm. life. Yeah, I think it's an important process because I do believe that even though it sounds funny that when someone just enters the organization, then you're already planning for them to exit in a way. But if you incorporate this whole process into the company culture and even into SOPs and HR procedures, then it gives this whole person the the full experience and they can see, you know, how their journey in this organization is going to go. And that will definitely help them to be able to make more meaning of their experiences in in the process as well. Yeah, I guess it's the idea of finishing well. I think people would have heard about the recency effect, right? So you do want people to be able to have that final memory of the organization as something that was meaningful, something that they can take with them, something that gives them strength, 
something that pushes them forward into their next phase of life. But we do need to know that it's also important to start well. Mm. So I think that's something that you do have to consider. What are the processes that you already have in place for colleagues to engage each other and to build meaningful relationships, to build connectedness? Because if you don't have that planned in at the start, then it would seem quite artificial to just have this at the end. Mm. So like to have a welcome circle and also to have a goodbye circle at the end? Uh, yes, mm. actually we do have welcome circles. <laughs> <Yeah>. I guess <laughs> that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, and thanks so much Justin and Hensel for joining us on this episode. If there's one reason why our listeners should give goodbye circles a try, what would it be? I think your voice matters and everyone's voice matters. We are all relationally connected whether you admit it or not. So having that space to honour the relationships is important. To me, I think any form of circles requires a certain level of vulnerability from anybody, like whether you're the person who's leaving, whether you're a person who's just joining the goodbye circle. And I think vulnerability builds trust in an organisation as well. Mm. So if you're just an employee or you're somebody who has the power to design such circles for your organisation, I think it's important to consider that these things can be helpful. Mm. Thanks for the great advice. And thanks for joining us on this episode. Thank you for having Thank us. You for having us. <laughs> and that's a wrap for our segment on exits. In our next episode, we're exploring the topic of mental well-being in communities and why it's so important to care for ourselves as we care for others. Stay tuned. <laughs>